Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 277. I'm coming to you tonight. That's right, it is night. I am taking some time before doing the dishes and getting to bed to record this podcast from my favorite place, which is my back patio porch, screened-in patio porch, I should say. And it's a place that I've enjoyed recording my podcast from for the last months. But sadly, time is fleeting. Winter and the cold months are ahead, so my days out here recording and praying and meditating and reading and working are numbered. But what matters is I am here this evening with you, And I kept this day, this Thursday, October 4th, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. And again, I'm glad that I can share that with you this evening. And I'm glad that you're here with me listening, whether it's evening or morning or afternoon, whatever time it is, I'm glad you're here with me. Well, today, October 4th, is the day that the church has long celebrated one of the most significant and important saints, and that is St. Francis of Assisi. Now, I think St. Francis is interesting because he is not one of the big three theologians. He's not St. Paul the Apostle. He's not St. Thomas Aquinas or St. Augustine of Hippo. Rather, St. Francis didn't really give us a theology. He did found a religious order, but there's many saints who founded religious orders. He did write a little bit, but very little compared certainly to the Summa of St. Thomas Aquinas or even Augustine and the many books that he wrote. But what Francis did, I think, that few other saints have done is show us how to live as Jesus himself lived. You know, there's a famous book by Thomas A. Kempis, Imitation of Christ. And I think that that is what the followers of Jesus are called to do. We are called to look at Jesus the Christ and to live as he lived. And I think few people are really able to do that, except Francis of Assisi was in his time period. And he did it so well and so clearly and so powerfully that his life echoes across the centuries. And I think also into the future, because one of the things, one of the many things that he is known for is this idea, which I think for him was a very palpable, a very visceral way of knowledge and experience of God in all of creation. And I think that, you know, when you look at his words that he did write, the hymns and the songs and the prayers, when he talks about brother sun and sister moon, what a, what a concept, what a, what an amazing thing. And while it's something that maybe to the untrained ear might think of as, well, paganism or 
uh, polytheism. No, it's not. Instead, what I think Francis was able to see is that all of creation shows something of, of the creator, and the creator is God. All of creation. And each aspect, each element, literally, each animal, each of the seasons, each of the elements of rain and wind and fire and earth, the four basic elements, each of these is a revelation of God. Each of these tells something of God's love for creation and also God's great presence here in creation. So, listeners of this podcast who know me and how I experience God will not be surprised to know that St. Francis is one of my favorite saints. And I think especially as we think of its impact today, Pope Francis and Laudato Si, the document that I think is only beginning to exert its influence within theology, the church, and public policy. Laudato Si is praise him, praise God. And I was thinking about this today, and I was thinking that this would be my God presence moment. And it was, and it is, and I'll talk about it, but I had a surprise one later on in the day. But today, as I talked about St. Francis and celebrated St. Francis with my classes, we sang in four out of the five, because my seventh period, we could not have, they could not have handled it, I don't think. But we sang the song of St. Francis, not Make Me a Channel of Your Peace or not um, that the prayer of St. Francis, but the one that goes, praise all creatures of our God and King, lift up our voices now and sing, oh, praise him, oh, praise him. Well, we sang that and we sang all seven verses of it. And it was interesting to see my students' reactions. Two of the classes really did not like it and really did not get into it. They looked as like I was making them run wind sprints or something. But two of my classes later on, my afternoon classes, I guess they were more awake perhaps, but they really seemed to like it. And they did a very enthusiastic job in singing it. And I really thought that that would be my God presence moment, singing that and praising God. And I got my tambourine out and it was a, a very memorable, joy-filled moment, moments during the day. But then something unexpected happened in the afternoon. We were going to the garden as part of the Care for Creation Association which I've spoken about before on the podcast. But we were walking up the street to the garden that a church, a Catholic church, runs as part of their food bank, offering fresh food as part of their food bank. And things were going quite well. Another teacher came with me, and we had 15 students who wanted service hours and were ready to serve, and quite a, quite a, quite a good thing. But there were some dark clouds forming, didn't think too much of them because didn't really look that threatening. But as time went past, 
the rain began to fall. Now, it began to fall at such a time that the students were okay. They moved inside and did some work in the food bank and presumably after the rain passed and it did pass, they got back out and were in the garden once again. I though needed to walk back to the school because I had to get back um, home for a, for an appointment. Um, my chiropractor, which I mentioned earlier in the week, I had my second appointment, very important appointment. Well, it meant that I was going to walk back to school and it started drizzling and then it started raining and then it really started raining and the wind started blowing and I did not have an umbrella. I did not have a coat. I was just wearing a t-shirt and shorts because it had been quite warm and pleasant and I got absolutely soaked. Now I have to tell you, I am not the kind of person that likes to be out in the rain. I do not enjoy it. If I have to be out there, I like to have an umbrella and a, a slicker and, you know, I like to be well protected against the rain. But today I didn't have a choice. I needed to get back to school. I thought for a minute, and this is a thought of one who has, who believes anyway, they have choices, who has privilege to make choices. Oh, it's about a mile back. I'll call an Uber and, um, you know, they'll take me back or maybe I'll hitchhike. Somebody give me a lift or whatever, but that was not realistic either of those. And, and quite honestly, there's no reason why I should have the privilege of doing something other than walking in the pouring rain, this urban neighborhood in which the church is and my school is, there's plenty of people who don't have a choice, but they walk in the rain and they get wet. And that's what I experienced. It was even raining so hard that water was starting to puddle on the streets and as cars drove by and as I was walking on the sidewalk, I got even more wet. But here's the thing, you know, I knew that I was going to have this podcast to record later and I knew that walking in the pouring rain, getting soaked to the skin, I had a choice in how I wanted to react to it. I could curse it and get angry and pout and throw a temper tantrum and stomp my feet and call out, why God, why me, why are you doing this to me, all that kind of stuff. Or I can recognize it as a gift and enjoy it. And that's what I did. I knew that God is present potentially in every possible experience that we can ever have, including this one but it's all based on what I choose. And I chose today to, as much as possible, enjoy the rain. And you know what? It worked out. I had, fortunately, a change of shoes. I could take my soaked sneakers and socks off. I had another shirt, which I could put on, a dry shirt. I was even wearing shorts that today I put on, not my cotton shorts, but my nylon quick drying camp shorts. And they did dry pretty quickly. So, it really wasn't that bad. And it also wasn't that cold. It was starting to get cool, but it wasn't really that cold. So it really wasn't bad. And I thought on this day in which my classes and I sang the praises of sister rain and brother wind and so forth that I could praise God and thank God, even as I was stuck walking in that wind and rain. 
So I conclude with this question. When recently has there been a situation, a moment that you were in that you had a choice? You could have cursed God or you could have praised God. What did you choose and how did that work out for you? And what did that experience teach you, show you, reveal to you about God and God's presence within all of creation? As always, thanks for listening. Blessings and peace.